This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Neve Kavanagh. And I'm Gerald Farrelly. And you're listening to Agony Rants. Hi, it's Neve here. Listen, don't panic. Agony Rants is still on its break, but we have it covered. Garode is living his best life over on the Edinburgh Fringe, as we know, if you only follow him on the old Insta. Uh, he better be bringing me something back nice too, seeing as I'm doing all the work. Anyway, this is another episode of some of our very favourite bits. There's a new problem at the end, so don't worry, we recorded it last week because we thought if people wanted our advice, it wouldn't be fair to leave them waiting while we were on a break. In this episode, you will hear our thoughts on lycra, potpourri, Garode opening the wrong door in a theatre, but mostly it's about me learning about Snickers. And I'm not talking about chocolate here, ladies. Okay, so Jennifer, I once got a white lycra flare jumpsuit as a gift from an ex. <laughs> Was your ex in the Nolans? <laughs> <laughs> or an Elvis impersonator, possibly. Um, Something to have clear out. There's so many questions to ask here. Uh, Jennifer... Was Why is this, your ex buying you a present? Yeah, no, but was the ex an ex at the time? Maybe they weren't. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay. was that a big sign of go jump out of a plane <laughs> without a parachute? I don't know what that is because, you know, that's. And how seems... close to the present being received where did they become an ex? Yeah, well. <laughs> minutes. Mere <laughs> minutes. minutes. In your case, grown probably <laughs> as you open it. Okay, that's it. Yeah, this better not be a jumpsuit. Not again. <laughs> and no receipt's going to fix this. <laughs> Jennifer, I don't know what to say to that. I think you did the right thing like with her. an ex. How is something flared and lycra? Well, come on, you've done shows. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like swingy lycra around your ankles. <laughs> you can flare anything. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Spoken like a true Eurovision winner. The showbiz is in her blood. You oh, can flare anything. Gosh. Okay. Lenny says, my mother-in-law gave me a half-used body lotion once as a gift. She clearly has issues <laughs> A half-used body lotion? That, I don't think she made a mistake. No. That's, that's a classic mother-in-law move. That's like, I, I'm a hating on you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hating. Do you know what? I, mm, 
have used body lotion. That sounds lotion. like a test. That is a test. Because if you if you were to pull her up on it, you'd be the worst in the world. Yeah, so that you are consigned, Lenny, if you've accepted that, basically you are consigned to getting half used stuff for the rest of your life. I would check the best before dates on the food. One of my sisters <laughs> got a wedding present that had like, I think it was dust or potpourri or something in it. Oh, potpourri. Clearly used. Potpourri. No patience for potpourri. No, no. It's all over for someone when no. potpourri gets involved. That's all mm. I'm going to say. <laughs> I can't. Ne- I, I have a, a rash. Of potpourri. No, the rash is up on me already <laughs> thinking about that. Um, I don't judge other people if they like potpourri. That's fair enough. That's down to you. I get that, you know. She does. She's trying to be nice here, but she absolutely despises people that use no, potpourri. I don't. She does. If she walks That's... into a house and sees potpourri, she'll actually tip the bowl. She'll tip the bowl. <laughs> So I did a bit of a shout out on social media Mm -hmm. uh, just to get people's work stories, embarrassing work stories. Like, I mean, (sighs) I have so many. Um, But the the one that burns me most is uh, nobody knows about. Okay. Because it happened, I was on my own and it was happened in a Northern Ireland theatre. Is this something that I can tell my grandmother? Like, it is. It's actually, it's a very wholesome story. <laughs> okay, go on then. I'm back uh, in the room. And it happened in a theatre in Northern Ireland. I can't remember which one. I think it was one in, in a Skillen, maybe. Okay, uh, maybe when you tell the story, I'll be able to tell you. You probably will. I did, I was doing support for Neil Delamer. Okay, and you've done a lot of them. Yes, and uh, usually what happens is like, when we, when we, we'd go on tour, we have a very, uh, the routine, it's pretty much a routine. Mm-hmm. Like I would get changed into my gear, do the show, and then I, we'd have the intermission and then I would go on for two minutes to bring him on. And then I would have maybe 20 minutes of just gathering my gear up, like in an empty backstage. Like backstage is completely empty because it's just me and him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I used to do was I would, sometimes I would brush my teeth because I used to have this thing that if I have my teeth brushed before I drive home, I won't be eating rubbish. I won't stop at a garage. Like if I stop at a garage, I won't get my Mars bar or something. Oh. And also... I kind of feel like I'm I'm all I'm ready for bed. Like I can just go home, flop into bed. Now, you you know, and I are I'm... such different people, right? <laughs> to be honest with you, no amount of teeth brushing will stop me eating like <laughs> a chocolate bar. But the other thing I'm going to say to you is, I can't go on stage without brushing my teeth. Right. Well, now I brush before I leave the house. Yeah. No. No. Brush... See the last thing before I go on stage, right? Uh, you know, when when I'm going to go on stage. I'll brush my teeth and then I'll go to the side of the stage. The other side of that, of course, is I don't eat very much before a gig. Do you? Um, I can't be hungry. I know, no, nobody can so be hungry. So what I what I I usually do is um, if I I can't I don't eat the dinner like I wouldn't have a dinner. No, but I would have a baraka. A what? A baraka. That's not food. Ten, no, but it kind of just it kind of like pushes all the vitamin buttons, so you kind of <laughs> don't feel hungry. <laughs> I. Jesus Christ. <laughs> a baraka. I never knew that about you. Yeah, I always have a baraka before I go on because it just kind of makes me go, bing, gig. Oh, Up you okay, go. bing. Bing. So, yeah. <laughs> bing. That's it. That's, you know, that's your sponsorship sort of. What, <laughs> <laughs> so what happened was I was brushing my teeth and it was a boiling hot. It was, it happened, it was during summer. Or no, yeah, it was during summer. I was, um, I brushed my teeth and I took my shirt off and I was took my jeans off and I hung them on the hanger and I was still in my boxer shorts and I was wandering around backstage. Thinking and you were the only... Be- the only Thinking I was the only person there. <laughs> I'm and tell I you, opened right the door while brushing my teeth and I was on my phone as well. So it was just like brushing on phone, wandering, looking around 
opened the door and was suddenly on stage in a play that was going on in the studio. <laughs> I didn't even know. You mean the smaller studio there the was like, like I didn't even know there was a studio there. Oh my God. <laughs> Please was, tell me it was like the field or something. It, no, it was some, it was like, I, I think it was like a one man show thing. Oh my God. Like, or a, Anyway, I know there was like a, a mattress on the ground and like a man and a horrified front row. Because I, like, but he was actually dressed in, um, he was dressed in like some sort of tunic. Like some, I don't know, maybe it was Shakespeare. Like, and, like I just closed the door and I, I have no idea how he explained my iPhone. <laughs> Next up. Uh, hi, Neve. This is one for you. Oh. Uh, oh yeah, don't mind me. No, I'm grand. I'm here. It's fine. <laughs> Hi, Neve. Uh, I'm a big fan. I met you in Oslo in 2010. I remember. <laughs> you are my favourite Eurovision singer, and I really like your podcast. Okay, you're in. I mean, <laughs> he's referenced it three times, not even mentioned me. <laughs> like no, nothing, <laughs> nothing. No, you're fine, George. Fine. Come on. Uh, I once lived with a woman. <laughs> Every line's a shocker in this. I, I once lived with a woman. His, you have to see his face. It's very warm in here. I once lived with a woman who had an aviary. I can't even be bothered reading the rest. I'm sorry, George. Oh. He is very unprofessional, she, but we can stop <laughs> I'm laughing at, at Groat's reactionaries. He's highly incensed that you didn't mention him in this. Uh, she, I once lived with a woman who had an aviary. She had over 40 birds and they made a lot of noise. Though <laughs> so when I moved out, I did miss the sound of birdsong and I ended up getting a budgie called Tulip. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I just can't. I just couldn't bother doing this anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, George. Okay, we move on to Tyg. Uh, I just bought a place and I can't get a carpenter. So I've decided to enroll in a part-time course in carpentry starting in September. What could go wrong? <laughs> I might have a DIY disaster for you soon. Tyg, this is what this is what's wrong with the human race. By November. At the moment. By November, he will be making like cabinetry. I would say I would say you need to enrol in a first aid course first, because, <laughs> judging by what we've learned. Um, I do I do think, though, that this is what's wrong at the moment with the human race, because everybody thinks that they're an expert. No, but listen, I, no, I think I'm all for Tyg. He's doing his best. 600 euro is what it cost me, Tyg. I know, but That's you what see, those now, it will not cost Tyg 600 euro. He'll be doing his course. And by the end of it, by the end of the first year, he'll have a very good spice rack. <laughs> <laughs> No, listen, he's he's at least trying to learn. It could be worse. Well done. It could be worse. He'll be doing it in a controlled environment, surely. Well, the thing about it is, Ty, <laughs> if you're doing the course, they must be where you get the, um, where they tell you, you know, to wear the Snickers. Oh, the Snickers. Now, listen, <laughs> right. I This is this is a conversation we have to have again, right? Because we talked about Snickers before and I kept thinking, why is he talking about a chocolate bar? I don't understand. Snick- no. But it turned out that they're actually trousers, aren't they? <laughs> That's the most old lady thing you've ever said. Is it though? I've said quite a lot of old lady things. They're Snickers, they're kind of like combats and workmen wear them. Oh, I've seen them. And it just them. makes the average man look a lot more attractive. 
Yeah, that's debatable. You know, it, it, they do. Okay. They, they, like I think that they're designed to be like loads of pockets. So if you're if you have loads of tools that you need close to hand, they're there. Okay. But also, they do make the average bloke Be- <laughs> better than your average <laughs> look bear. Better than your average bear, exactly. <laughs> But here's the thing. After you told me about that, right, I went and looked it up online, right? And I said, I'll have to see what this Snickers is. And I'm always a bit nervous about looking up things that you tell me to talk about. Because <laughs> sometimes it doesn't quite go the way I think it's going to go. And so I looked up the Snickers and obviously came up the, you know, the bar. And then it had the picture of these trousers, which I recognise from various tradesmen who may or may not have appeared at my house. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> the next thing, the next thing, of course, Amazon is suggesting I buy them. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. Amazon are absolutely inundating me with pictures of workmen and that is my excuse and I am sticking to it. <laughs> Look, you need, you're welcome. Uh, no. Listen, Ty, you could send us in a lovely photograph of you and your new Snickers because <laughs> you're definitely going to have a pair. <laughs> if you're going to go and it's learn outrageous. the DIY I'd like to distance myself from that remark. <laughs> Attention Agony Rants listeners, I am going to be going on tour later on in the year and early next year with my show Glamour Hammock and I will be going all around Ireland and the UK. The dates on sale at the moment are Port Leash, Dundalk, Limerick, which is sold out, Galway, Belfast, Clonagilty, Waterford, Wexford, Sligo, Cork, uh, I'll be at the Everyman in January. Uh, my Liberty Hall shows are sold out, but we've just put on a Baker Street, which is very much not sold out. So, <laughs> not just yet. So come along, we'd love to see you there. How do I get tickets, Gary? You can get tickets, Neve, by asking me. I know. <laughs> but all of those other people, they can buy them on GarofFairly.com. Do you know what my New Year's resolution is? What is it? This is years in the making, Neve. Years? Years. It's absolutely years. Okay. And I only realised just the other day. Wow. I was like, you just need to do this, Garrod, because it's a problem. (laughs) And it'll solve loads of little problems. Okay. I want to learn to sew. Do you? (laughs) You want to learn? Yeah. Really? In what way? In what way? Like, for loads of reasons. Like, because even for shows, right? Like, I always have a second shirt. Oh, I thought you were going to design stuff for the door. <laughs> You're talking about sewing a button on. I, 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 spring collection. <laughs> spring Are you collection. talking about sewing a button on? Do you have no self-respect? <laughs> <laughs> Buy this line of dress. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I want to be able to sew on a button. And yeah. I can't sew on a button. I can't do any of this stuff. And oh I my God, I want to learn. that is a fantastic thing. When I bought my apartment, I decided that I would... <laughs> no, Neve, I swear to God, if you don't take this seriously. Am, I'm, I'm, this is, I'm having a life revelation. No, Groot, I am currently trying to think of all the sewing kits I have at home <laughs> that I've taken out of hotels, right? <laughs> I'm going to bring them to you. You'll have enough... Anything you need. I gotta make a kit. You make I've a decided. kit. I'm decided. I'm, I'm, I'm looking up. I'm trying to find a course. Right? Do you have a thimble? Because I'll be able to just <laughs> tread a needle. Because uh, when I moved into my apartment, I thought that's the first thing I need to learn because mm-hmm. I'm going to be living on my own. I need to learn to sew. And then and my neighbour moved in and she was amazing. She used to make hats and she did anything. And I just knocked on the door and she would just put a button. She was brilliant. But you see, I know people who can do the advanced stuff and so yeah, I yeah. get them to, or else I go and pay someone to do it. Because to be fair, that like carpentry, like anything, if you want a really good job done, you should really go to the people who know how to do it. But I think it's very admirable that you want to take a course in it and I'll be happy to teach you how to sew a button on for less than they're going to charge you on a course. And when you do the Eurovision in 2024, <laughs> I'm going to make your dress. Are you starting that rumour now? This is where this was leading up to. <laughs> 
<laughs> you want me, me to Kevin, do... She's going back. <laughs> she's going back to the Eurovision in 2024 no and I'm I'm going to make the dress. No, 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 no. <laughs> really excited about it. Oh. The challenge, but I think I can do it. Do I have to and be in a dress? If anyone has, if anyone has some used curtains, <laughs> you oh. can send them my way. <laughs> I'm just doing a pattern. Okay. Lisa. Um, we used to go carol singing and me and my sisters love a bit of singing. <laughs> right. So, but we can't do it anymore as we knocked on the door when we were a bit worse for wear and started to get into a fight about the harmonies <laughs> and the neighbour threatened to call the guards. <laughs> what a legend. Lisa, right up there with Jonathan. Yeah. Right up there. I know. Do you know what? <laughs> This idea of coming home from the pub and going, we're going to knock in and go caroling. I like that mentality is absolutely incredible. Oh, it's like it's, it's biblical. It's a community service. It's like when Mary Magdalene and uh, <laughs> and Mary Christ were Mary coming Christ. home <laughs> and they rolled back the stone for like, that's the one thing in the Bible that was never explained. What? Why did they roll back the stone? They rolled back the stone because because they were out and they were like, oh, he's dead. Let's go have another look at him. They, they rolled back the stone. Where? <laughs> Lisa, that's fantastic. It seems a shame that you're not able to do it. Maybe if you I have to, to fight know what before song. you leave. I think we, I think Lisa needs it's to probably tell a holy night. <laughs> <laughs> of course it was. No, if you're going Carolyn, you're you're definitely you know singing Rudolph and everything. And Ding Dong Merrily on High. And um, you know, well, so I'm dreaming of oh, yeah. a Do you remember that used to happen sometimes where you? You, the doorbell would go and you'd open the door and it'd be just one kid in a tracksuit yeah. glaring at you and then he starts to sing I'm dreaming away, like, away in a major <laughs> go home <laughs> my, my dad used to say I'll, I'll let the dog out <laughs> like, wow Christmas spirit <laughs> so I, well done alright right there right there is where I re- realise where you got it from <laughs> just didn't lick it off the stones <laughs> okay Uh, okay, so we have a problem. Yeah, this uh, is like a whole essay of a problem. It is a whole essay of this a is problem. Like, this, there's a lot of setup here. Yeah. A lot of setup. Uh, hi, you two. I have a problem. And boy, is it a weird one. In fact, maybe it's a bit too weird, but I'll send it and see what you think. Oh, we look weird. <laughs> so we're grand. <laughs> no filter there. Settling in. <laughs> uh, I am a woman in her late 30s and I have a friend since school. I think friend is a bit strong, but we've known each other from school and I used to meet her about once a year. During the pandemic, she was part of our friend group through school and college and the other three in our group left Ireland. Oh, because of this woman? Or, I don't know. Yeah, well, During the pandemic, she left. She was part. Okay. Oh, okay. So maybe I kept in touch with her even though I never really saw her as a friend. Okay. So maybe during she was part of the friend group. And they uh, were already left. They were left. So she kind of took her in okay. maybe. Yeah, I maybe saw, so. I never really saw her as a friend. Maybe the, yeah. they were the only two in the friend group. You know, the way you get those WhatsApp groups. Yeah, I, th- I think there was a group and then all of a sudden people left and then they were just like, oh, I guess it's just me and you. Yeah, even okay. though they no interest <laughs> well, in each other. <laughs> well, I admire you. Maybe if we commitment. read the rest of it, we might. Like yeah, <laughs> we've another 40 pages. Yeah. <laughs> During the pandemic, I felt for her a little bit as she lives on her own. And so I made an effort to text her more regularly. Since then, we have been in more regular contact and I'm finding it stressful. She is someone who is very argumentative and opinionated. It is what kept us from being proper friends at school. She is always chipping in and offering sledgehammer opinions on my life when all I really want to do is have a coffee and check in with her. To make matters worse, since the pandemic, she seems to 
have had some very strange views about things. When we were in school, she was always big into the environment and being eco-friendly. She was also heavily involved in the students' union and she joined the LGBTQ society even though she is straight. In short, she was an activist and a good egg. However, she seems to have rolled back on a lot of this. During the pandemic, she watched a lot of conspiracy theory documentaries and loved telling me about them. Oh my God. I loved hearing about them, but only out of interest. Now it seems she is actually buying all of this. At her last coffee, she gave out to me for talking about climate change. Apparently, she doesn't believe in it. She... She has also come out with loads of anti-trans stuff and said that she doesn't believe the Holocaust happened. Okay. I feel a bit panicked about this because it feels like she is falling into a big hole here. I feel like she was saying a lot of this to shock me, but I didn't want to show it. I've spoken to our other friends about this and they aren't interested. She had given up, they had given up on her a long time ago. I'm not sure what to do about this. If I'm honest, I find her very difficult to be around. I feel like I don't know where to start or what conspiracy theory I should try and unpick first. She also seems to have met people in, uh, online who seem to be very into the same way of thinking, and I don't want to get involved. Does this make me a bad friend? Would love to know what you think. Maybe I should set up a coffee date with her, <laughs> with Garoad. I'm sure you'd put her straight. And that's from Mary, not my real name. Okay, Mary, 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 Mary. So much going oh, on this. So much, so much. And you know what? Friendship is a funny thing. We've had this conversation many times. And I truly believe in this case, you should apply the Marie Kondo effort. And that is, if she doesn't spark joy, what the Jesus are you doing? Absolutely. Now, uh, look, you know, I get this is like the broken bird syndrome. I I was that girl when I was young. If if I had wonderful friends, but if there was one who was an awkward old fecker who was difficult and was in bad shape, I was nearly always putting all my energy into this person who didn't like me in the first place, probably. And yeah. you know, I put all my effort into making that person like me. And actually, I had plenty of people who did like me and I don't know what the hell I was doing. So you have to think about where you put your energy on any given day. And the truth is, she is not your responsibility. No. That's the big thing, isn't it? Isn't it a big thing? It, it is. Like, and I can I can see what's happened here. You've kind of been railroaded into a friendship. Yeah. And she is, like, she, she's got this good friend that lands in her lap, really. Oh, yeah. But she's got all these um, online friends. So, you know, don't she won't be on her own. Like. Absolutely not. <laughs> like, the interesting thing about this is, right, at no point in this letter do you say that she's unhappy. No. That she is lonely. No. That she's, I mean, you say, okay, she lives on her own. But, like, it doesn't appear. That she's stressed by that. That there's any problem in this woman's life beyond the very obvious. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's everything else you're kind of assuming for her. Well, you're trying to save her from something that she doesn't particularly want to be saved from. That's the truth. Exactly. And you know what? The worst thing you can do, I think, with people like this is start to try and unpick it. Oh, no. Forget it. You just won't. You no. just won't. I've, I have to say, I've been, I've been um, not in this situation, but a similar situation where you kind of just have to go, let the baby have their bottle here. Yeah. Do you know what I will say? Right, and this is a controversial. This could be controversial. Oh, oh. Well, it will you say controversial. If you like, if like, if you genuinely like this girl, yeah, your friendship can survive. Oh, without a doubt. With you having 
completely different views. Mm-hmm. Like it actually can, because I I I've I I do have a friend who would be a bit like this. Mm-hmm. Like subscribe to a lot of it's not uni, <laughs> it's not me, it's definitely not me. It's another Eurovision one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. I'm actually more hurt that there'll be another Eurovision in your life. <laughs> no, but Sonny's not a winner. <laughs> you heard it here first. Sorry, Mary. Sorry, Blistering Mary. Attack. This is about your. This is about your problem, Mary. But it is possible. I have a friend with very different views on a lot of things. Yeah, and we both respect where each other's coming from. Yeah. I have friends, and, 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 and I and I love her very much. Like, and and we're very good friends, and we're, um, and I know she would have very different opinions about some of this stuff. And I just kind of think I was friends with her a long time before mm. this stuff, so I just kind of let it slide. I don't feel it's my responsibility to fix it. Yeah, but but equally, she, she probably feels the same for me. She was like, her. she probably thinks, oh, I have all this information and Garota's completely wrong. And yeah. and he won't listen. And so we just have coffee and talk about things that don't. I still remember, you know, I don't know if you know these people, but, you know, some, occasionally you have somebody who's a hypochondric, right? Yeah. So they talk about their ailments all the time. So I used to have to wait her out. I used to let Oh, yeah. Okay. I used to, you know, and, and I, I always say, how are you? When I see people and then I, all the way in, I'd be going, don't ask her. How are you? Don't say, how are you? Don't say that. And it's the first thing that comes out of your mouth because it's so natural for me yeah, to say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then I would just have to endure the next 20 minutes of constipation and whatever else. I know. So. And, and then, but but that was okay. Once you got past that, she was fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, I just didn't engage in it. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I think, I think that's, I think that's the only way to play it because, yeah. I, but I think you're right because I think, like I've read, I've read a bit about this, and mm. one of the things they say is that a lot of people who subscribe to a lot of this stuff is yeah. you—they're quite intelligent, oh, yeah. and they're used to being the most in- intelligent person in the room, and they're yeah. used to having more of the information than anyone else in the room. Yeah. So you're not going to be—you're not going to be argued out of it. Oh no. I mean, you—you you can say. I mean, don't they? they there's all those questions you can say, and why do you think that people would say that this happened? And you know, all yeah. this—you can do that if you want to, but. Honestly, I, she's an adult. But I get the feeling this letter is really looking for permission to not I be know. friends with this person. Yeah. I don't think you really like this person. Yeah, and if you don't like her. I mean, honestly, Mary, and I understand that, but that does not make you a bad person. And also, if you're doing the heavy lifting like this in a friendship, right? I guarantee you, you cancel one or two copies on her. She'll be over it. She'll be over it. This is a woman, she's probably very self-sufficient. Yeah. You know, like a lot of you... I guess, and I don't like <laughs> inserting yourself into the. Uh, you're not. You were caring for her, but like you did, kind of go. Okay, I'm going to look after her because who else will? And maybe she doesn't need looking after at yeah, all. Well, maybe she doesn't feel the need that, to be looked after. Yeah, you're just a good person, Mary. Listen, Mary, you could be busy when she suggests meeting up. Yeah, but it sounds like you're the one doing it. So if that's the case, just don't do it for a while. I mean, it is. It is hard though when you think. If you are somebody that is very empathetic, like you mm. obviously are, and then you see somebody going down what you see as the wrong path. Oh, no. Listen. That's hard. Yeah, but she's she's feeling exactly the same. But the other side of it is, maybe <laughs> she's happy. Yeah. That's the thing that... This, uh, isn't somebody, this, this isn't somebody sitting drinking themselves to death or... No. No, this is somebody who have... They're going down this kind of line of inquiry. It's not one that is necessarily popularly believed, but... the. 
they're not going to be in a whatever state they are. I, I honestly think, Mary, that you should not be concerned about this. Just pull back from the relationship and see how you feel. If you still feel you need to check in, absolutely check in. You know, but do it in a way like how are you getting on? Yeah, and right? also don't don't have your boundaries pushed, you know, around. No. I mean, no, around any of that stuff. Like, I mean, that's easier said than done. But like she is, as you said, she's met people online, yeah. you know, like. Listen, I seriously. It's not what you want for anyone. I know, Sharon, and I know you're probably, I know exactly how you're feeling because I've been that soldier. And I'm telling you now, this energy that you're putting into this, she's not going to miss it. And that's really sad to say that. Yeah. But maybe if she does, maybe she'll come to you in a different demeanor. But seriously, do not stress yourself about this. Just no, you don't, don't have to be nasty. You don't have to go in and say I'm not being friends with you anymore and none of that rubbish. You just have to pull back. Maybe don't contact her if you're the one initiating it all the time. So don't don't contact it. And I do I do feel like that what she's doing here is she's seeing how far she can push you. It could be that. You know, like there's a bit of this going on. And the thing about it is, right, mm. all of this conspiracy theory stuff, Yeah, I, I guess in the past few years, it's taken on a different turn. I mean, years ago, I used to love watching conspiracy theories. Did you? Yeah, I used to love watching those documentaries. But, yeah. I, but, I, but Did I watched you believe them. them? No. You just love, you just, you're like, well, I oh love a documentary God. Like, anyway. It's just, it's just a different take on something yeah. and you're like, you know, but, but now I guess it, it's part of something that's a little bit deeper. Well, it depends on how it's been put across. If somebody's putting across another opinion, what do you think about this? You know, do you think you could explain this? You know, it's not a problem in itself. It only becomes a problem if you are being, you know, trying to indoctrinate people into it and all that sort of stuff. That's a, that's a different thing. It's it's just, uh, you know what? Where's the fun in it? Like The other thing about this is, right, and I, I think this is a boundary for you, oh. is... If she is pushing your boundaries and going, oh, look how look how deep I am in with these people. And, yeah, yeah. you know, and, it, and it's done to, you know, to maybe to panic you or to um to show off to you a little bit. Oh, that's interesting. You mean like to trigger something? Yeah, just to, you know, it's almost like she's getting attention for it. Yeah, probably. What I would say is make it clear you're not going to save her. No. Well, you're, you know. You're, you're not like if she needs your help in the future. Grand, but you're not gonna, you're not gonna be her like life raft, Mm-mm-mm. you know that she can just hold on to you and go as far into the, all of this stuff as she wants. Yeah, no, no. I if keep... she wants to do, she's not old. Off she goes. But it shouldn't affect you, and no. it shouldn't affect you the way it's affecting you. I, I just, I just feel that you, you don't particularly like this woman. Never have. Yeah. And so, if that's the case, if you feel responsible to check in on her, fair enough. But she did. What a joy. You know what? Someone that's bothering you, you realize you don't like them. Yeah. You're welcome, Mary. Sorry, I'm, am I? <laughs> no, you're, no, but you're absolutely right. If, uh, I, listen, you don't like this woman. You know, it's it's different. You know, I I don't know. I just think it's not that you're discarding someone, but it sounds like there's she's no a real pain friendship. In the arse. There's no real friendship there. It's no. not. It's just it's just history. And believe me, if I stayed with everybody I had history with, my life would be tragic. Yeah. You know? <laughs> this is an inheritance. That's what this is. It is. Oh. You've inherited somebody's pet goat. <laughs> well, guess what? The big farm Time in to the send sky. It to the butcher. <laughs> I put it nicely. Like if if, if now, like if we've gone wrong on this, 
by all means get in touch maybe yeah. maybe there is some connection there that you're not seeing and maybe you need more support and, and uh, I more. would like to stress we're not the people to no. get you <laughs> and we are nowhere qualified for this Absolutely except not. this is how we would deal with it but the thing I would say to you is we have also been this soldier I would definitely say I have been this person I've definitely been pushed like yeah. that before and occasionally and I do feel responsibility towards people but, but less so as I've got old I'm going to tell you that now Yeah. much or sorry Less so when I get an older Mary. Called her the woman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, as I've got older, I've really got over that because it does nobody any good service. No. You know, and the, actually, it also, that's not friendship you're giving her. You're making her a responsibility. So that's not even, she's not your friend now. She's your responsibility. So it's not even nice for her. Yeah. And what I will, the other thing I will say is, I said it before, I'll say it again. If, if it turns out that we're wrong and you do actually like this woman well then just put boundaries it, in it is actually possible to have a oh no it a is fairly decent friendship with her and just I avoid have plenty the of friends just, like that yeah. we all we all have things we don't talk about with our friends yeah you know we avoid it and, and actually then what you do is you say to her I'm not really interested in that or you know I enjoy listening to you talk about it but I, I can't agree with you so if we're going to fall out with it we move yeah. on from it I'd rather live a life being wrong than have to deal with your conversation on it Grode we are going to have to publish a book <laughs> with all of your nuggets of wisdom Nuggets of loveliness. <laughs> Thank you, me. I know. And listen, let us know how you get on, Mary. We really, yeah, we want you know, follow-ups. We do. We love follow-ups to our problems, don't we? Yeah, especially if it's going to be something like this. I mean, if your woman's, you know. Yeah, we want to know. Wow. We'll be back next week and we're looking forward to catching up with you. Let's be honest, I am desperate for all the gossip from the Edinburgh Fringe. I've no doubt Barode will have all the down low. Well, at the very least, you better have a little something nice for me because I have done so much work to keep it all going. Anyway, let us know what you've been up to and email us at agonyrants at gmail.com if you want and please get in touch. We'd love to hear from you. Submit a problem or tell us just a funny story. Uh, Until then, take care of yourselves. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. It's normal to feel uncertain about whether you're doing the right things to raise healthy and happy children. That's why Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them build confidence in their parenting journey. Everyone deserves to have someone they can turn to for support with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. At Bakers, we work with local farms right in our own backyard to bring you food that's fresher than fresh. From homegrown watermelon that makes your mouth water to crisp corn picked right around the corner. Come pick out some yourself because shopping for local produce should be as easy as shopping at your local Bakers. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone.